Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome in to Duval Daily presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in right now. We're talking about these Jaguars, obviously. The Jaguars are 3-6. and six. They just snapped a five-game losing streak. Fans want to know, should we be rooting for the draft, for draft position? Or could this team actually make a run in the back half of 2022? They are nine games in. They have eight games left. They're in a division that is uh, certainly not among the most competitive in football. You've got some teams really showing their warts when you talk about the Indianapolis Colts. Just be happy you're not a Colts fan out there right now. But you've got the Colts and Texans, two teams trending in the wrong direction. The Titans, who they've been winning some games. They've been competitive. They just lost to the Chiefs. Where do they stand with Malik Willis at quarterback? Ryan Tannehill still injured. This is a winnable division, but the Jaguars have a long way to go. Uh, and, and it seems like they may have missed their opportunity to take advantage of a weak AFC South in 2022. But we're going to talk about it. Can the Jaguars actually make a run over the back half of the season, over the final eight games? I'd like to remind you to follow me on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo, Generation Jaguar, at Generation Jag. Hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. And if you want to support the channel further, you can check out GenJag.com. Today is the final day, Tuesday, November 8th, to go pick up a... Duval throwback sweatshirt pre-order. You can also become a channel member here on YouTube where you get discounts on genjag.com, a lot of other fun perks so you can go check it out. Before we get into this, I want to say this. That was a great win by the Jaguars. A great, great win. Down 17 points, you come back. Basically, uh, the entire team leads that comeback. Like On all fronts, the Jaguars were playing well during that comeback you know, including the coaching staff, just playing their best ball, 27-3 run to close out that game against the Raiders. They looked like the Jaguars from weeks two and three, quite frankly, the Jaguars that blew out the Colts and the Chargers. If those Jaguars come back for any stretch of time, I wouldn't be surprised at anything they do. They could do anything if they play that way, and they have the talent and coaching to do so But we're going to take a look at why I'm not really buying into the fact that the Jaguars are about to go on some miraculous run. The Raiders are a bad team that beat themselves. Their defense is truly awful, especially their pass defense. And they completely imploded on offense during the second half. Was some of that forced by the Jaguars? Sure. But some of that was unforced errors that the Raiders were just out there beating themselves. When you look at the Jaguars, what are their strengths? Clearly the running game. Travis Etienne is playing outside of his mind right now. Their offensive play design from a passing game and running game standpoint is on on point. They're they're really good in that department with Doug Peterson, uh, Press Taylor, Jim Bob Cooter, Mike McCoy, all those guys dialing it up. That offense is really well designed. 
their ability to slow down opposing rushing attacks that are more traditional attacks, right, where you're just having to worry about that running back. They're pretty good in that department. Uh, I think special teams right now is playing as a strength. When you look at Logan Cook, who's obviously always a strength, that punter. Jamal Agnew is back as a, as a returner, and he's starting to look like his self. Uh, the coverage units are playing well. And Riley Patterson, he's been mostly very accurate for the Jaguars this year at kicker. So I think special teams is always a strength. And this team is always playing close. I think that is a strength, their ability to stay in games. They have not lost a game by more than one score in 2022. What are their questions? What are their potential weaknesses on a weekly basis? I mean, youth and maturity is is right there in front of you. This is one of the youngest teams in football. Pretty much all of their uh, bedrock players, their foundational players, are in their first and second year outside of a couple uh, Josh Allen, Jawan Taylor, Foya Luikan, those guys are a little bit older, but they're they're still very young in their own right. Um, so I think youth and maturity can be a weakness for this team. I think it has been at times in 2022. Game management has been a weakness at times when you talk about some over-aggressive uh, decision-making on offense late in games, uh, some, some getting away from the run too much when that's clearly your strength. Uh, but game management was stellar last week, but it's been an issue uh, for a lot of this season for Doug Peterson and, and the rest of that coaching staff. The secondary has been pretty leaky. You know, you've got Tyson Campbell you feel great about. You really like Andre Sisco. Rayshon Jenkins has done some good things. Uh, but overall, as a, as a unit, the secondary has been pretty shaky uh, as, a, as a pass defending unit outside of Tyson Campbell. It really has. Quarterback and receiver. The play of Trevor Lawrence and the play of his receivers has been up and down on a weekly basis. Uh, I think that you've seen plenty of ups and you've seen plenty of downs. Pass rush has been up and down. You've seen Dewan Smoot and Arden Key break out. You've seen Josh Allen have big games. Trayvon Walker have big games. But you've also seen that group kind of disappear at times throughout this season. Tackling, despite having a quality run defense, the tackling has been poor. Uh, the run, the quality run defense comes from their ability to swarm to the football, in my opinion, their athleticism, their length, their ability to slow runners down, but they miss a lot of tackles still. And so that's an issue. Certainly it will be uh, at times down the stretch this year over the back half of this season. And again, the game management, I, I mentioned that uh, it was a strength against the Raiders, but it, it's not been a strength on the year. I think there's been situations where Doug Peterson – uh, multiple times throughout this season has given the Jaguars, I'll say, a lesser chance to win late based on his in-game management and decision-making. A lot of that has to do with just over-aggressiveness and not running the ball enough in certain situations. So yeah, that, that's where I'm at with what is this team good at? What do they struggle with? And for me, when you still have so many questions, it's hard to say yes that this team can go on a run or, or, or that they will go on a run. They certainly can. I should say it's hard to say yes, this team will go on a run. But I do think they have the talent to do so. I think they have the coaching to do so. But it's about if that talent figures out how to play consistent football and if Doug Peterson remains steadfast in, in, in calling balanced games, featuring Travis Etienne, and uh, making 
some not so aggressive decisions down the stretch. Like if you are up by four points and, and Doug Peterson did this this past week when he didn't do it in the past and you have an opportunity to make a, a, a field goal to go up seven in the fourth quarter late in that game, you got to do it. And he did it this past week, did not do it earlier in the season. That's the type of thing I'm talking about. If they continue to make decisions like that, the Jaguars will have a better chance to win these close games. Because when you put it all on your young quarterback, all on your young football team, and you don't give them some built-in advantages, some some easy points like the three points to go up by a touchdown late in the game, um, I think that's on the coaching. Even if it's the execution that ends up faltering, you have to know what your players and, and what your personnel is able to do uh, at this point in their development. And then it does not help you that you're going out to play Kansas City in Week 10 in Kansas City at Arrowhead, one of the most difficult places to play, bar none, in all of sports. It's a fantastic venue. Uh, you know, full disclosure, the uh, in-laws are, and my wife is from Kansas City, so I've been out there. I was out there for the 2018 game where the Jaguars were riding high. Um. And then Blake Bortles, Blake Bortles did up <laughs> and completely imploded. I think he had five turnovers in that game. But the point is that game, that that stadium and that team, that is an unbelievable test. Then you have a bye week. Then you have the Ravens. They come to town. I don't know how you pick the Jaguars over either team. The Chiefs are are, are as good as it gets uh, in the NFL right now, and and the Ravens. They have Lamar Jackson. The Jaguars have really struggled against teams that can bring that that rushing element to the quarterback position. You look at what they did against the Eagles, what they did against the Giants. Lamar Jackson is the best runner at the quarterback position in football. How are you going to deal with that? I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how you pick the Jaguars to beat either of those teams. Could they beat either of those teams? Sure. They've shown that they can and will hang in there with just about everyone on this planet, every, every team on the planet, every team in the NFL. The Jaguars have shown that they are going to try to hang in there and keep it close. Again, no losses by more than one score. But again, can the Jaguars do it? Yes. Will they do it? I don't know. Chiefs are a buzzsaw. Ravens got Lamar Jackson rolling, uh, that's a tough one for me to say that the Jaguars will get either of those games. So I can't predict them to win either of those games. And and if you lose both of those games, you now have eight losses. You're now sitting at three and eight. Uh, so they've, from their standpoint, they've got to win at least one of those games to keep this thing competitive, to stay, you know, uh, to stay mathematically in it for a while longer this season, they have to win one of these football games. I'm not going to predict them to do that at this point. Now, if they go beat the Chiefs, then we can talk about the Ravens. I'm not predicting them to beat either of those teams right now. Uh, after that, after that, you know, unbelievable stretch, of, you know, three weeks, you have the bye week. Chiefs before it, Ravens after. That's really difficult. But they've got the Lions on the road, which is certainly a winnable game. The Lions' defense is maybe the worst in football. Whether their offense, 
Uh, it can be explosive, but it can also sputter at times. Then you've got um, Tennessee after that, in Tennessee, in Nashville. Quarterback might be a big problem for them right now, but they've got a lot of other ingredients to win games. They just went into Kansas City, and they basically tried to make it a brawl, and it almost won them that game. They almost beat the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, then you've got the Cowboys at home. That's another really tough one. The Cowboys are playing great defense. They've got talent on the offensive side of the ball. They're a veteran team. That's tough. Then you've got the Jets in New York on Thursday night football. They're playing really good football on the defensive side of the ball. They've got James Robinson. They've got Michael Carter. They've got Zach Wilson. Garrett Wilson. That's a tough game. They're playing good football. At Houston, that is a must win. If they cannot beat the Texans... And, you know, you say that pretty much every year now because the Texans have been so bad for the last couple years. But, goodness, the Jags cannot beat the Texans. It's been since 2017. Got to go into Houston and get that win. That can be a, a step in the right direction for this young team. And then your home versus Tennessee to close out the season. Not easy. I have them going 3-5 and five down that stretch. 3-5. and five which would put them at 6-11 and 11 for the season, which would be one game under what I had predicted them at the beginning of the season. I had them winning seven games. But I'll tell you what, if they get hot and, and learn how to stack some performances to execute late in games consistently, and again, Doug calling games like he did from a management standpoint against the Raiders, then yeah, you could get to seven or eight wins maybe. That doesn't feel outside of the realm of possibilities, but to get to seven wins, you have to go four and four down the stretch. To get to eight wins, you have to go five and three. Again, not an easy stretch of games. You're playing teams with winning records. You're playing the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Jets, the Titans twice. Uh, It's not easy. Not an easy stretch. The Cowboys as well, another team winning a lot of football games. Um. So yeah, it doesn't feel like outside of the realm of possibilities the Jaguars could get close to 500, close to that 7 or 8 win mark. But for this team to actually get in the playoff picture, they're going to need to beat some of the best teams in football right now. Again, Chiefs, Ravens, uh, to get anywhere close to where they need to get, they have to win one of those football games. And it's not going to be easy to do it. The Chiefs uh, are the Chiefs for a reason. They're Patrick Mahomes. Their defense is playing better. Um unbelievable amount of skill on the, on the offensive side of the ball, a really talented offensive line. They have Kadarius Toney now, um, who at, just adds to that arsenal of weapons for Patrick Mahomes. Andy Reid is a brilliant play caller. Um, and then the Ravens, as we mentioned, the Jaguars have been atrocious against running quarterbacks in 2022 against teams that can deploy 
uh, a versatile and multiple rushing attack. And that's exactly what the Ravens can do to you. So yeah, it's tough for me to see them getting to that that seven or eight win mark. I have them at six wins this this year now at this point. Can they do it? Again, yes. They have the talent. They have the coaching to go on a run. But it's a tough slate of games. It's a young football team. It's a coach that's just now showing that he's willing to adjust his coaching style and philosophy to the team that he has. Look, the Jaguars in 1996, their first playoff run, they started out um, one and six or two and six, and then they went on a big run, right? And they made the playoffs. I'm not saying you should expect this team to do that. I'm not. Is it outside of the realm of possibilities? No. Again, I think they have a really good coaching staff. I think that they have a lot of talent. But the youth, it's hard. It's hard to go out there and win football games every week when your best players, Trevor Lawrence, second season, Travis Etienne, first season, uh, despite you know technically being his second season, this is his first season. Um, Trayvon Walker, first season. Devin Lloyd, first season. Tyson Campbell, second season. Andre Sisco, second season. This is such a young football team. You've got Buster Brown, who played more reps than anyone else opposite um, Tyson Campbell last week. He's a rookie. Seventh-round pick. When you have that much youth that you're relying on week in and week out, it is difficult to remain consistent. That's the bottom line. So will they, my expectations again are, are, are that they will not go on some sort of big run and, and make it to the playoffs. But if they beat the Chiefs on Sunday, which I'm not predicting, but if they do, maybe you can go ahead and start to flirt with competing for the AFC South. The Titans are atop the, atop the division right now at 5-3, and three, so you've still got a long way to go to get close to where they are. Um, but you'll have your opportunities. Will they get it done? I'm not predicting that they will, but it's certainly possible. Thank you so much for tuning in, Duval. Hope you have a great rest of your Tuesday. I'd like to remind you to follow me on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo, Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. I'd like you to hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. And you can also become a channel member here on YouTube. You can also check out genjag.com to get some Duval gear. Thanks so much for tuning in, y'all.